Hi there, welcome to the Crypto Cafe. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, and here in the Crypto Cafe, we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things going on in crypto, NFTs, Web3, and the metaverse. Today, we're talking about what it means to have uh, to improve your well-being and health and what that looks like in the metaverse and Web3. Last week, I had Deepak Chopra uh, on my radio show. I do a live radio show every week at SiriusXM. And uh, we talked a little bit about Seva.love, the metaverse platform for well-being that Deepak's team is working on. And I'm delighted today to invite into the Crypto Cafe Punacha Machaya, CEO and co-founder of Seva Love, uh, who also serves as CEO of the Chopra Foundation and Chief Metaverse Officer, joining today to talk about how we can be our best selves, both in the real world and now in the virtual world. Punata, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Randy. Really grateful to share this opportunity to what we are trying to do in the metaverse. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I'm delighted. I've been seeing glimpses of what you've been doing and how it's been evolving and uh, truly excited to dive in today. But first, if we were in a real cafe together, not just a virtual podcast cafe, where would we be in the world together and what would we be drinking? You know, I love a turmeric latte. Mm, that's a you know, reduce, reduces inflammation and also gives you a little bit of boost. I, you know, that's a very on-brand answer, and uh, and I love that. So I I would love to join you for a turmeric latte, hopefully in person one day. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you and Deepak Chopra first connect, and and how did you get into the wellness space on your own? I think our, our journey goes back to well over about more than a decade. Uh, we had a common friend called Shekhar Kapoor, who was a film director. And um, I met him through a common connection. And I first met him, he said, you know, I want to reach a billion people. And I said, that's great. So I said, what do you want to do? I said, I, he want, I want to create a more peaceful, just, sustainable, healthy, and joyful world. I said, sign me up. And over the last one, I would say a decade plus, I've been kind of working very closely with him to really transform what I would say personal well-being and societal well-being. So our journey has been, you know, I would say firstly we are friends and then we were business partners. We did start up a startup together. And then over the last five years, I mean four years, I've been working very closely on the Chopra Foundation as the CEO and really looking at two areas, mental well-being and longevity. People are going to live longer, but how do we improve health span? And over the last two years, really focused on the metaverse for well-being. How do you look at this Web 2 and now this Web 3, an entire generation coming into the metaverse? How do we improve and transform their well-being? So that's been my journey. I'm a technologist by profession. I've been started on technology in 91, 92 in the early days. So now it's really good to be at this intersection. I'd say it's a very unique point in human history where we have the ability to truly transform well-being and using technology. Absolutely. And you've been on the cutting edge of so many things. I read that you were part of the Motorola team that really innovated cell phone technology um, and and made it mainstream. And now here we are talking about Web3. So by the time we get to like Web7, you're going to be really running the show. Um, or really outdated. You know, but yeah, I think this is going to be, fun. it's a fun evolution for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what were your first steps into web3 in the metaverse? How did how did it first land on your radar and what were some of the your personal aha moments in the space? 
You know, for me, the whole thing, I, I was fascinated, I think, with blockchain eventually, earlier on, working with Hedera. And I'm always looking at how do we improve trust? And when I look at, I think today we're going through a trust crisis globally. And if you look at mental health, the reason why our young adults are, are suffering because they don't trust. You don't suffer, trust God, nation state, leaders, parents, whatever, and there's a trust crisis. And I looked at Web3 and blockchain as really looking at how do we bring back trust? So I looked at distributed systems and blockchain. And then when I started looking at what Web3 is enabling, is this entire movement from this renter economy, which is Web2, to owner economy in Web3, and really putting, moving from this uh, audience, right, which is Instagram or Twitter, to a more of a community. How do I nurture my 1,000 people community? How do I nurture my 2,000 person community and really build intimacy? And I think the world is lacking intimacy. I look at Web3 as being the bridge where artists and creators can really create a one-on-one -on -one relationship with somebody who believes in their messaging. And that really, and I had worked with Deepak with, you know, on the whole meditation journey and, you know, as part of the whole, I would say the world's largest online experience, the Oprah Chopra experience. And then he said, how, how do we take meditation uh, into the new world? And how do we make people kind of connect intimately? And really intimacy became our, the, 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 the through line, which made me get into Web3, right? And that's really how I kind of started looking at Web3. I love it. So how do you take an audience that is coming to, to Deepak Chopra, to, to your uh, things for, for yoga and meditation and well-being? Like, how do you take them on a journey into Web3 and pivot them and get them to open their minds to that? Very good question. So, you know, we, we call the company Seva because it means selfless service. service. When you are in service, uh, it's not about me, it's about we. So that's why Seva came along. And then love because we think love is the only thing which matters. And we said we want to create an operating system in Web3 called Love in Action. It's based on the four tenets. A, the first A is attention, deep listening. You know, people don't listen anymore. How do we get them to listen with their body, mind, and spirit? And once you have deep listening, attention, then you have appreciation. You understand each and everyone's uniqueness. The third A is affection, love, kindness, tenderness, compassion. And the fourth A, the very hard one, is acceptance. First of all, accepting yourself before you can accept anybody else. So that really became why we call the the, the movement we're starting Save Our Love. And we are really instrumenting that as the first tenant. So if you look at Deepak's audience, we started off initially building communities around projects and causes. So when we launched the Emilia Clark's NFT drop, it was about raising injury awareness for brain injury recovery. So he said, let's kind of work with brands and see, and see what resonates with their communities. The second one we did was a very interesting one. We actually worked with an NFT artist called Wisby uh, to really rescue three bears in oh. Mongolia. Wow. And why would, we, why would we rescue bears in Mongolia? Because due to climate change, there was a forest fire in Taika, and one of the one of the Nat Geo photographers, Hamid Sardar, was was went to document something else. He said these bears would be attacking local populations in Mongolia, and we wanted to kind of rescue these three bears because they're really not an endangered species list. But can we airlift them back to the forest? Uh, and we said, let's kind of tap into the Web3 world. Let's see how giving they are. And we actually raised $100,000 to airlift the bears back into their uh, to a safe place. And they're actually thriving right now. So what we have done is that we are really kind of tapping into higher purpose. So we're working with Deepak and different communities. We also worked with bringing education to the girl child. 
And our latest drop is actually uh, talking with Deepak. Deepak's uh, very successful book was The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. This is the 25th anniversary edition. And we said, let us bring artists together. Because the whole thing, what I love about Web3 is collaboration, mm. right? Everybody is sharing, caring. Like, what are you doing? You're really raising awareness, providing people a platform, uh, and really nurturing. This is such a, we have to nurture these projects. So we actually are collaborating with Time and Time Pieces community and 73 artists to really bring this drop together. So it's not about just Deepak, but Deepak and 73 artists coming together to share their interpretation of the seven spiritual laws of success. And that's how we are taking Deepak's audience, but then also nurturing NFT artists. So bringing Deepak at, at where he is, what he calls his fourth stage of his life and the emerging NFT artists together. I love it. So in a moment, I want to dive a little bit more into some of these specific projects. But first, maybe we can back up a little and, and talk about kind of what the the future of well-being in, in the digital world will look like. Because in some ways, um, you know, there's so many incredible things about our digital lives. It, it makes the world a smaller place. It connects you. In other ways, you know, sitting and being on a screen is probably like the opposite of living a, a well and healthy life. So what what do you think when you look into your crystal ball, what does uh, well-being in a virtual digital world look like? Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I think I have, I have two boys, 22 and 18, and my 18-year-old, I would say, is a digital native. He grew up playing games. And, you know, when you look at this thing, I think, we, when you look at gaming, right, why I love the metaverse, because it is, I believe, in the future, like how we are pharmaceutical, there is going to be an entire category called metaverse as a therapeutic, metaceutical. And I believe that when, when people have blood pressure or anxiety, you will tell them, you know what, hey, John, go to this metaverse, or go to Krista Kim's metaverse and have a 20 minute gaming experience. Because if you look at it, you know, typically when you take medication, this is my my thought process. It says you typically have to give it intravenously, right, through a vein, or you take a pill, or you cut a tissue. But what, what we are doing today with metaverse and with gaming and things like that, you're actually using it through the eye, right? When you watch a movie, when you watch a piece of content, uh, when you look at it, you actually can change what you call brain entrainment. So if you're anxious, you can actually address it using metaverse. So I, we believe metaverse is going to be a, the, the frontier through which even healthcare will evolve and there'll be a whole area of digital therapeutics. So what we want to do is to help this community become well. So we say nourish the seven pillars, nourish, move, healthy emotions, mind, body, sleep, connection with community and nature. Can we bring those elements into the metaverse? Can we imagine you're playing Fortnite or Call of Duty? So when you're going to heal, imagine we can say, you know what, by the way, to go to the next level, you need to learn how to control your breath. Mm -hmm. And if you learn to control your breath and it's connected to your Apple Watch, all of a sudden, if you can manage your heart rate and heart rate variability, you can go to the next level. So this is how instead of telling, don't be in the metaverse or don't play this game, why don't we instrument in the design and the fabric of well-being? So well-being is kind of built into everything we do in the metaverse. I, I really love that answer. And uh, uh, we actually had a guest on my radio show several months ago who was talking about um, gaming as a, a therapeutic for ADHD and how a lot of um, uh, mental health struggles can actually be cured by gaming in the same way. So I think you're, you're really uh, right there on the cutting edge yet again. 
You're listening to Crypto Cafe. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. In the Crypto Cafe, we dive deep into topics around Web3, Metaverse, crypto, and NFTs. I'm delighted to be here today with Punacha Machaya, CEO and co-founder of Seva Love. Uh, Punacha, I know you started to talk a little bit about the the collaboration you're doing with Time and the, the seven pillars, but maybe uh, you can dive into that a little bit deeper and talk about some of the artists that are involved and, and how it came to be. Yeah, I think the, when we were looking at Deepak, we were talking to my a good a good friend and advisor to Seva Love was Keith Grossman, and Keith and Deepak were talking one day and said in, we're talking about metaverse and NFTs and how do we really bring uh, brands you know uh, into the Web three world and obviously Deepak has always been in the forefront of technology has always been pushing the limits because our goal is to democratize access to well being right everybody in the world should have access to well being. So our goal, with, when we're talking about this, he said, and, and Keith basically said, you know what, Deepak, why don't we take your number one book, and this is the 25th anniversary edition called The Seven Spiritual Laws. Let us get the 73 artists, let's get artists together to come together and let us make well-being, mental well-being, the, the, the forefront of this community. So that's how it came together. So Keith was able to galvanize the entire time team they bought together 73 artists and we're having this drop and the mint is going to be on Jan 19th to 22nd. And it is amazing to hear the personal stories of how this book has impacted them. But also Deepak has been working with these artists, sharing and collaborating. And this is their interpretation of Deepak's seven spiritual laws and how the laws have helped them. So that's kind of the collaboration right now. And the goal of this is to really, um, really focus on mental health you know we talk about today one of the challenges we have globally is a mental health pandemic every 40 seconds we lose someone to suicide globally so how do we bring this awareness how do we especially in the web3 world as you know we this it's 24 7 it's constantly on there's something going on and obviously with also what's happening in the market there's a lot of devastation so we said let us bring mental well-being and well-being in, and really bring artists together and that's been the ethos and really the 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 reason behind this drop mm. well i'm really uh, so excited about it there's so many incre- incredible artists that are participating and uh it, it's so beautiful you're doing that um uh, tell me some of the other exciting things you have going on at Save a Love. I feel like every time that uh, I, I talk to you or the team, there's something new going with Chopraverse and the House of Enlightenment. And now there's like real homes, Deepak was saying. Um, so what, right. what else is on the horizon? Yeah, so I think when we started, this actually is a very interesting conversation. So when you started building, Deepak wanted to build uh, this home, which is completely sustainable, carbon neutral. And really we got one of the best uh, designers to work with us, uh, Veronica. And uh, basically when we designed the home, it was supposed to be built. And then we said, you know, why do we just have to build one house physically? Why don't we actually share these blueprints uh, with everybody who wants to build a sustainable home and really actually maybe create a whole web experience, uh, uh, I would say a virtual experience of this. So we partnered with a company called Utopia and that's a, a partner and we launched Chopraverse. So it's called Chopraverse.io where you will actually be able to go into uh, Deepak's home. And this is going to be his real, how we designed his real home with actually all his furniture, his paintings, his art. And so you can actually go into his kitchen and maybe when you go to his kitchen, we will have classes 
from maybe Uma Naidu who is a leading nutritional psychiatrist. We'll talk about how, what's the brain on food. Or you go to Deepak's bedroom and you'll be able to get a sleep meditation or you go to his living room or go to his bathroom and get to understand this whole thing about vitamin C showers are partnered with a company called Delos, which is going to certify these homes as well certified. So what we said was, let us bring this entire experience of the metaverse and make Deepak's home as a starting point. So that's how we started the Chopraverse. And we'll be launching our first version of it in, in April 2023. And I'm really excited about it because also we said, okay, now that we are doing one in the metaverse, our community came back to us and says, actually, you know what, we want to build one maybe in Utah or maybe one in Dubai or one in India. So we said, let's kind of open it up. Let's create 108 homes. We actually, if you buy this NFT, you actually get access to the blueprints and access to the experts who built this home. So you can take you know the home and build it wherever you are, and we will work with you. And once again, this becomes a community of people sharing information about sustainability and, and best practices globally. Mm-hmm. So that's the Chopra word. So in fact, we will be launching an entire meditation series called Human to Metahuman. So the Metahuman Meditations, you'll be able to go to Deepak's home in the metaverse, the Chopraverse, and experience these meditations through VR and even mobile, web and mobile. Beautiful. I I can't wait to experience it also. Uh, Punesh, I want to dive into something you said earlier. You, you, you talked about the shift from Web 2 to Web 3 being kind of a from the renter economy to the ownership economy. And uh, for anyone who's listening who's a little newer to Web 3, uh, maybe you can explain that shift a little. Yeah, so I think today, you know, let's say I, I you know, I uh, had a painting. I was an artist. I would go to a, I would go to a, a gallery, and the gallery first of all decides whether my art is good enough for them to have it in their gallery, and if it is good enough, they will say this is what I'm going to give you. Right? I'll give you thirty percent of the of the sale, and I'm, I'm I'm dependent upon the gallery owner to determine what is my you know, what is my art worth? Or if let's say I'm I'm a musician, I will go to YouTube or put my video or Spotify. And Spotify dictates what happens to my song and how it's how it's how it's how much you're gonna pay. So that I would call is as a renter economy, right? You take your piece of art or your craft or whatever you do, you go to a third party platform and third party platform determines what, what happens to your piece of content. That when you look at the owner economy, me as an artist. I can actually go back and put my art up on on on, on minted on the blockchain. I can call ten of my friends or hundred of my friends, and directly they can say, "This is what." If I say this is worth hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, it is up to me and my community to basically build that trust and relationship. And I might say, you know what, if you buy my art, I'm going to give you this utility value or this relationship over the lifetime of this art. And the second thing, what happens when somebody buys a piece of art? Uh, it typically either sits in a garage or sits in a vault. And after that, you, when you resell it, you never really get to see who the end user of it. In the Web3 world, you actually can build through smart contracts what happens every time the art piece of art is sold or uh, creating the relationships. So this is a very important paradigm shift from the Web2 to the Web3 world. And I think this is also the shift which I talked about from an audience to a community. And I think this is what I believe is the true value of Web3. And it's evolving, right? And I think uh, over the next, I would say, decade, we're going to see a lot more use cases of this being more refined and getting, uh, I would become much more stronger. 
Absolutely. That was a, a great explanation and uh, definitely made me feel excited. I think, you know, one of the, the reasons that I, I love this conversation we've been having so much today is, you know, when people hear Web3, uh, mostly what they hear is kind of all the negative chatter in the media about the cryptocurrencies themselves and everything that's going on with exchanges. And you're, you're really painting a very beautiful picture today of a world where uh, the promise of Web3 can help us lead better lives. And, and that's not... I I wish that was a story that was out there a little more. Having been through this in so many different cycles, Randy, is that we've all seen this, right? If it was telecom, there was MCI, there's healthcare, there was Theranos, and there was Madoff and all of that. But you know what? Every industry has this. But what we need to do when, when we have a winter is when the real builders have to build, right? And this is when true value are taken. The reason why Deepak and me said, let us do the drop now, because only when the going gets tough, is when we really need to show up. And now we have to show up, build community, and, and really stick it through. And I think the value of the system, why do we Why do we believe in Web3? Because it's a trust. It's about providing access to people. And it's putting control back in the hands of the user. And I think that's really the essence of why we believe in Web3 and, and why we're going to double down. And by the way, the, the young generation, which is growing up, I was reading an article in Wall Street Journal that children who are playing Roblox do not want money. They actually want digital currency, Robux, right? Mm. So the entire generation is going to grow up in this particular digital. How do we address that? How do we you know, be of service to that generation? So that's why we are excited about the Web3 and the metaverse. Absolutely. In our final moments together, um, anything else that you're particularly excited about for this year, either uh, professionally or personally, anything that's on your mind? You know, uh, I think our goal is to really, you know, uh, I think we're say we want to use Web3 for creating more peaceful, just, sustainable, healthier, and joyful world. We're committed to that every day. And I think working with uh, NFT artists and collaborators, we want to move from the time drop to the Chopraverse to the MetaHuman. So really, I think we want to bring value-oriented NFT and Web3 initiatives in 2023. And, and really, uh, and I think have to deliver value to the community. Incredible. Where, Punacha, I'm so grateful for your time today and your inspiration. Where can our listeners go to keep up with everything going on at Seva Love and the Chopra Foundation? I think uh, Seva.love is our domain for the our Web3 initiative. Uh, ChopraFoundation.org is our, our is a nonprofit. And then if you want to join and we'll track this current drop, which is happening on 19th, it's nft.time.com. Excellent. And now I have a new goal for 2023, which is to have a turmeric latte in person with you. So uh, I would love that. I, so delighted. Yes. I, I wish you all the best. Thanks for, for your time today and sharing with us and really exciting everything that you have on the horizon. Thank you, Randy. And thank you for championing and nurturing these initiatives. I'm very grateful. Thank you. That was Punacha Machaya, CEO and co-founder of Seva Love, a metaverse platform for well-being. Punacha is also the CEO of the Chopra Foundation. Thanks for joining us today for Crypto Cafe. I hope if you take one thing away from the conversation today that, um, you know, there's a, a lot of negative chatter out there about crypto and Web3, but I think Punacha did a beautiful job painting a picture of a world where uh, virtual and digital worlds can be 
therapeutic. They can help us to be better versions of ourselves. They can uh, create calming, nurturing, safe spaces and really help fight some of the mental health and loneliness epidemics that we're facing as a world. So uh, I think this was a, a really wonderful illustration of examples of how Web3 and the metaverse can actually really be additive to our lives. Thank you for joining me in the Crypto Cafe. Tune in next week for a brand new episode.